Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Hallie, and welcome back to another episode of Wholeheartedly. First and foremost, I just want to say happy Valentine's Day. This episode is going up on the 14th, so it will be Valentine's Day if you're listening to this the day that it's uploaded, or at least scheduled to be uploaded. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is the second time I'm re-recording this podcast or this episode because my first edit got completely deleted. I know, rookie mistake, but I like cried about it. I was so upset. All of my edits were done and it was scheduled to upload and the file was corrupted and deleted on me. So here I am again, re-recording. I don't mind. It's fine. I'm going to get over it. Things happen. But I thought I should mention that I also had another episode idea or an episode that I had recorded that was scheduled to go up on the 14th. And after I realized, oh my gosh, it's going to be Friday, which is like Valentine's Day, I have to do an episode all about Valentine's Day, considering this is the Wholeheartedly podcast all about love and relationships and your heart. So here I am. This is going to be my little last minute, I guess, if you're listening to this, obviously, on Valentine's Day. This is going to go up probably around midnight, so... By the time you listen to it, if you do, like, listen to this on the day of Valentine's Day, these are going to be some last-second ideas, obviously, but these are my guides and go-tos for dates, outfit ideas, and some gift ideas for Valentine's Day, but obviously, if you're listening to this after the fact or it's too late to use some of these ideas, any of these can be applicable to first dates or anniversaries and so on and so forth. So I thought it would be funny that before I get into this episode, I kind of give you guys like my thoughts on Valentine's Day and the holiday itself. And to be honest with you, I was never the biggest fan of Valentine's Day because I think it has to do with just me being single for most of my Valentine's Days. Honestly, I probably was in a relationship for one or two of my Valentine's Days ever in my life, and that's totally okay. If anything, when you're single, you just hang out with your girlfriends, have a Valentine's Day, or it just goes by like any other day. I think it's kind of a silly, meaningless holiday, or at least I felt that way for a long time, but obviously now I'm in a relationship and I'm super excited for Valentine's Day because I think it's great to just kind of spend the day showing people that you love, that you love them, if that makes sense. So, obviously, I thought it would be funny if I gave you guys one of my horror stories of my past Valentine's Day of why I hated them. It's not really a horror story. I'm kind of being dramatic, but a few years ago, quite a few years ago, actually, when I was in high school, I was in a long-term relationship, and I had been dating the guy for about a year. Our anniversary was in March, so pretty much like 11 months, 11 and a half months, and Valentine's Day comes, and he was obviously my boyfriend for a pretty long time, a while, you know. And this is the story of how I got stood up by my own boyfriend on Valentine's Day. So, for starters, we really didn't have any extravagant date planned. I mean, we were in high school, so I think it was like any regular Tuesday, honestly. And we just had plans to hang out after school. We had pushed aside canceled practices or if I had work or to tutor. I remember I cleared my schedule. And at the time, I was super into makeup and outfits and hair. And so I did this super cute rose gold cut crease. I curled my hair. I did these two little Dutch braids going back in the front. I had the cutest outfit. And I was super excited for Valentine's Day because I think this was going to be my first one while I was in like a serious relationship. And I was actually like kind of... Like, I felt love for the person, if that makes sense. And 
we kind of had low-key like date or like low-key plans I guess if that makes sense I don't know but we pretty much had just planned to go get acai bowls and I know that sounds silly but it was just something that I was really into at the time I was obsessed with acai bowls I still love them to this day but uh we had plans he was gonna pick me up because he drove I didn't he was older than me and we were gonna get acai bowls and hang out the rest of the night maybe catch a movie and just spend time together and I remember it was like in this little village which is like if you guys know Long Island, it was in Port Jefferson. We were going to go down Port and do a little, like, hangout there. And so after school, I go home, whatever, and I'm all ready for my date. I think I look cute. And obviously, it's the winter time. It's February. So I knew that the sun would be setting around, like, 5 o'clock, 4.30. And time was kind of crunching. And so I'm waiting around, kind of like, hey, like, when are you coming? Are you going to pick me up? And he's like, oh, uh, I'm out with the guys a little bit later. I'll be there soon. A little bit later, I'll be there soon. And I'd keep texting back and forth. Hey, like, what's the plan? Are we going? Are we not going? You know, what's your idea? Are you still out? What's happening? When are you coming? And he just kept pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And finally, it's late at night. It's probably like eight or nine o'clock. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're just not going. He's like, yeah, sorry. Time got away from me. Can't hang, whatever. So here I am sitting with my stupid fucking makeup on, my hair all done, and my cute outfit all afternoon and night, waiting to just go grab, like, a $6 acai bowl with my freaking boyfriend of almost a year, and he practically stood me up, making excuses for why he couldn't come, and honestly, it hurt me so much at the time, because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my god, like, you had one job, like, it's our one day to go out, it's Valentine's Day, all I asked of you was to go grab acai bowls. And I had gotten him a gift and everything. And after he stood me up, I was kind of like, well, F this. I'm not going to give him the gift. I probably ended up giving it to him if I remember correctly. I think I did. But I got stood up by my own boyfriend on Valentine's Day. And I obviously wasn't important enough to him to just say he couldn't hang out with his guy friends who he saw every day anyway. But that's besides the point. So that's why I kind of had a little bit of resentment towards Valentine's Day. And I used to be super salty about it. But... Now that I actually have fun plans and I'm excited to spend the day with my boyfriend, I think this year will probably be a lot better. So for this episode, it is going to sound a little bit more geared towards like the girls, not necessarily, but the gift ideas will probably be geared towards what to buy the girls. So maybe this episode is cool to send to your boyfriends and kind of drop a hint and be like, hey, you should listen to this. But um I kind of want to show you guys what Valentine's Day could be like without being too gimmicky or tacky because although I'm now starting to love this holiday and I think it's super cute, there's something about the aesthetic of Valentine's Day by itself that is kind of elementary, you know, like the Cupid and the hearts and the pink and red and the chocolates and the teddy bears. I just think all of it is very gaudy to me and I'm not about that life. So these are my tips and tricks of how to make Valentine's Day more romantic and low-key and things that you could do with your significant other. Also, before I get into this episode, I know there's like a lot of controversy over how to celebrate Valentine's Day if you are single or if you're taken or if you're in that in-between stage. So my golden rule is that you never want to give a gift to somebody that is not exclusively your boyfriend or that you're official and so I hate like this age of dating or this I guess millennium where dating is such a touchy subject and we have different terms and you're talking to somebody or you're actually dating 
or you're just hooking up, there's a whole lot of gray area in like dating, I guess. So my golden rule is just don't give a gift to somebody or like make significant Valentine's Day plans with someone who is not exclusively your like boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, or husband because I think it's just really weird. Obviously, if you are hooking up with a guy and you spend the day together, that's totally fine. I just think it's kind of weird to give them a gift if they haven't made it official yet. So I'm just going to go ahead and say definitely take these gift and date ideas into account of whether or not you're actually with your significant other on Valentine's Day. Obviously, I love that it falls on a Friday because there's a lot of things that you could do at night and go out on Valentine's Day this year. Um, Otherwise, what I'm going to say about if you're not in a relationship is do a Galentine's Day. I totally love the idea of just hanging out with your girlfriends and making it a girl's night. Obviously, you can do a girl's night pretty much any night, just like you can do a date night any night, but specifically just to hang out with your girlfriends, pop some popcorn, drink some wine, throw on a rom-com. I'm actually obsessed with rom-coms and I'm super excited because the To All the Boys I've Loved Before sequel comes out and I'm so excited to watch it. I know it's so cheesy and like elementary or just immature. I don't really know. It's kind of like childish, but I'm such a sucker for this movie and I'm so excited. I think it's called To All the Boys 2 or To All the Boys I've Loved Before, P.S. I Love You, something along those lines, but you guys know what I'm talking about. It's on Netflix, so totally get with your girlfriends, order like a heart-shaped pizza or I know that Chick-fil-A is doing the heart-shaped 30-count nugget, which who doesn't love Chick-fil-A? I think that's such a cute idea. And hang out with your girlfriends. Watch To All the Boys or The Kissing Booth or any of those throwback rom-coms that are on Netflix or Hulu. No free promo, but you know what I'm saying. Or just go out to the movies with your girlfriends. That could be totally fun. Go for drinks to a bar or I'm sure it's a Friday night. There's probably live music playing somewhere. That's totally a fun idea. And then you still get to use some of my outfit ideas that I'm going to be talking about later in the episode. So that's the that on that. Do not think you cannot celebrate Valentine's Day just because you're not in a relationship like I thought for so many years. So getting into this episode, first and foremost... Let's talk about gifts because I think that's probably the biggest thing about Valentine's Day. Not that it's the, I shouldn't say biggest, but you guys know what I mean. It's probably the most talked about thing and touchy subject of like, what do I get them? Am I going above and beyond? And obviously everybody has different rules and ideas for like Valentine's Day gifts because like I said, the stage in your relationship that you're in is obviously going to deter, like determine what you get for Valentine's Day or if you and your significant other have agreed to not getting anything for each other or maybe you have a price limit on gifts or maybe you just really don't know what to get the boyfriend and I know a lot of pressure falls on the guy to like pay for the date if you do go out so obviously it's harder for them because it's like they don't want to have to pay so much money on the date itself and then a gift on top of it so I'm just going to go ahead and say um I have some really good cheap ideas for gifts as well. And before I even get started, I want to shout out um, my best friend, Paige. I've talked about her before a lot on this podcast. I know she's probably listening. So, hey, Paige, what's up, girlfriend? And her boyfriend sent her because she lives in Rhode Island currently. She's going to school there and he's on Long Island. He sent her a box of the Venus et Flore, or however you say it, I'm not really French. I used to think it was Venus de Flore because it's just like the Spanish in me. Like I just always think everything is Spanish. But um, 
it's venus e-t-f-l-e-u-r the venus at the floor flowers and every girl knows what i'm talking about they're probably saved to her freaking pinterest page but they are the roses that come beautifully shaped and packaged and i'm pretty sure they last about a year maybe more than that uh without being watered or really taken care of and it's so nice because they double as like decoration but then it's also so nice to receive flowers but it's without the hassle because you don't really have to put them in a vase or like preserve them in any way and they don't die within a week. So they're super expensive, way on the pricey side, but I thought it was so romantic. She literally FaceTimed me and I was actually at a basketball game, but she sent me a picture and I'm so obsessed. I think they're the cutest thing and shout out to her boyfriend, Tom. Like I literally love that. So the Venus at Floor is always nice to get and then it's also like you're giving them a gift to show that you're thinking about them without actually getting a physical tangible item also same thing goes for edible arrangements like who doesn't love chocolate covered fruit i think that's also such a yummy and amazing idea that's also doesn't have to be like a physical item but it just shows hey like i'm thinking about you and it's also not as gimmicky as just getting a box of chocolates or anything of the like so before i really get into this gift giving segment of this episode I also just wanted to mention about Instagram posts and I think I speak for everybody when I say no matter if you're in a relationship or you're single it's just super annoying to see an influx of your Instagram feed being happy Valentine's Day post to your significant other because number one not only are you just like rubbing it in everyone's face that you're in a relationship not that that it's a super huge deal but I'm sure everyone on your feed knows that you're in a relationship if you've posted with your boyfriend or girlfriend before Um, But I don't think you need an entire video, slideshow, Instagram album full of you and your boyfriend or girlfriend. And that's totally sentimental. I think it's so cute to make a video for your boyfriend or girlfriend, but send it to them privately or individually. You don't necessarily have to put it as an Instagram post on your feed for everybody to see and write a super long caption and paragraph about how much you love them write that in a card or a handwritten note I'm sure it'll mean 10 times more and you're not also like exposing that to everybody who follows you on Instagram I'm sure a story post would be more than enough I think that just about does it but I totally get like when you are so happy in a relationship that you do want to post how much you love the person and I'm totally a sucker for like when people like Luke Combs do it for their girlfriend or fiance I guess but I just think when my entire feed is everybody posting their boyfriend or girlfriend even though I am in a relationship and I totally get it it can be so annoying and like you're overdoing it like we get it the only thing I want to see tomorrow is people posting that they're listening to the new Justin Bieber album because that's quite frankly all I care about and I cannot wait until it drops at midnight so you know but okay moving on I just had to say that and go on a little aside about that my little tangent for the day But um, now that we're really getting into the gift giving, I also feel like I have to say to the guys, do not go with the tacky heart-shaped jewelry. I feel like I've said tacky a lot in this episode already, but I've mentioned this in past episodes, I know for a fact, because I think I speak for all girls when I say that we do not want that heart-shaped jewelry from K Jewelers or Jared, where it's some weird intertwined sterling silver necklace that nobody really understands and no one's gonna wear and it's just not worth spending the money on jewelry like that 
because I can promise you your girlfriend probably doesn't like it, want it, or is going to wear it, and it's just out of style. And I think those, like, Jared or K-Jeweler commercials are totally geared towards middle-aged women and not people in their 20s. So I just feel like I had to say that. And obviously there's such a, like, a, not a stigma, but there's a double standard about heart-shaped jewelry because I think if your girlfriend were to get a heart-shaped necklace from Tiffany's, she would totally receive it way better than she would if it was from, like, K, for instance. So I feel like you can be careful and be a little picky and choosy with the heart-shaped jewelry and don't overdo it, obviously. I think I wear jewelry all the time. I totally love receiving jewelry, like bracelets or rings or earrings, but necklaces that I know I'm not going to wear every day and just are a little bit too, like, gaudy for me or middle-agey I don't think is a good look but jewelry that I will say is acceptable is totally rings uh for instance I really love my Pandora rings I'm wearing about eight of them right now and I wear those same like eight rings every single day and while I will admit two of them are heart-shaped or have hearts in them I think that Pandora has a really good way of doing it subtly and I feel like they're a little bit more on the affordable side anyway because I know that they have some rings starting in the like the 20 to $35 range and obviously it goes up from there but there's some really good priced rings and it doesn't necessarily have to be a promise ring that you're giving to your girlfriend but it's something kind of small that if you do pay for a huge dinner date or something it's still a mini gift that they'll receive and then they could probably wear it every single day and think of you. I think that's super special. I know that their princess crown collection is super hot and every girl loves getting those if they don't already have them already. So definitely the Pandora rings are a go-to for me. I love wearing that jewelry every single day or maybe an Alex Nani or if they have a Pandora charm for a Pandora bracelet, that could be cute as well. I know not everybody has those, but maybe they wear like an Apple Watch and you want to get them an Apple Watch um, band instead. That works too. Also moving on from jewelry, because not every girl loves jewelry and not every guy knows how to pick out jewelry, I think another easy thing to do is makeup. So if your girlfriend is into makeup or I think every girl has to wear makeup at some point, um, makeup palettes, I will say, make a good gift. I know if you walk into any Ulta or Sephora, they probably have a million palettes on display or especially during the season of Valentine's Day or gift giving, they have a lot of pre-made sets so like gift sets that are pre-packaged that come together or maybe even Bath and Body Works does something similar for perfumes and lotions but if you buy a little gift set that's already wrapped and it comes with maybe lipsticks and eyeliners or palettes or eyeshadows and everything like in the gift at once there you go your gift's already done it's probably not super expensive either so that's just something else you can do. I know Bath and Body Works might have something cute or if you go to Lush and maybe get a gift set there that has bath bombs in it and things like that, that can totally be used in one of my date ideas. So just stay tuned for that. I also think another special gift that you can give on Valentine's Day is anything personalized. I don't know if I mentioned these in any other previous uh, episodes. I don't think I have, but I love the idea of a personalized phone case. I never really thought of this before, but uh, I have seen people do phone cases in the past that have like photos or collages on the back, but by personalized phone case, I mean 
maybe something with their name or a photo that they like. So I know Caseify, you can personalize phone cases, which I think is super fun. So you can put their name on it, you can do glitter, you can make it one of the protective cases, and I'm sure you could put an image or something on there as well. And I've never really heard of giving personalized phone cases as a Valentine's Day gift. I mean, I've done it all before. I've definitely given like blankets in the past, personalized blankets, I mean, or blankets that I've made. I've done photo books from things like Shutterfly, which is super cute and personalized as well. But there's definitely something about a phone case. I also just got um, a personalized Yeti for my mom for her birthday, and I got one as well. My boyfriend also ordered one, but Yeti does something really cool where they monogram a cup or a mug that you buy. Well, I think you have to pay for it, I'm pretty sure. I got it for free, but usually I think you have to pay for any personalizations done to it. But anything that you gear like towards them directly can be super cute. So whether or not you get them monogrammed fleece or t-shirt or anything of the sort, I think that's super cute as well. Also, another thing that can kind of go towards girls or guys, because I guess the phone case could be geared towards guys as well. You can totally get it for your boyfriend. But wallets and pocketbooks, I think, really are easy, like an easy go-to, just because places like the outlets or the super huge wholesale stores of Kate Spade or Michael Kors or Coach or anywhere where you can really get a pocketbook, uh, you can probably get them for really cheap around Valentine's Day also. And I say wallets also because I feel like there's so many guys who can use a new wallet. I've seen so many men with beat up raggedy old gross wallets and sometimes it's time for a new one and they'll never be the one to just buy it for themselves and then for girls who doesn't love a little wristlet that they can probably throw all their credit cards money and phone in and then it's easy on the go it's tiny and compact you can use it when you go out or maybe even you just get a little teeny tiny purse thing that you can use when you go out and you can probably find it for under a hundred dollars at any outlet store or anywhere you buy pocketbooks so that's just an easy go-to as well. Uh, I feel like I'm getting so tired in this episode. I'm so sorry, guys. I, I'm recording this super late at night. Again, like I said, this is my second time recording this episode, so I feel just redundant to myself. Although you're hearing this for the first time, I feel that I'm saying a lot of the same things because I literally have recorded this before. So that being said, in my little disclaimer right there, let's move on to my outfit ideas. Now, I usually hate giving outfit ideas because everybody has a different personal style and I hate watching style videos on YouTube when these influencers show off money or not money, what am I saying? Sorry, it's late at night, but they show off clothing and items that cost a lot of money. So maybe they show a lot of designer accessories or clothes that they get gifted to them or they get for free in PR And it's almost like, okay, well, how am I, number one, supposed to afford that? Number two, how am I, a regular person, supposed to pull off that outfit, literally? And number three, I really don't have anywhere to wear all of these outfits that they're styling. So here's my outfit ideas that also steer away from the tacky aesthetic of Valentine's Day and go towards the more romantic, subtle, sultry idea of Valentine's Day. So... For starters, I feel like I should just also disclaim that not everybody does anything super extravagant for Valentine's Day where they have to dress up super formal. So if you're not going to a place like a steakhouse or 
an incredibly fancy dinner, don't feel inclined to have to wear these super high class outfits because if you and your boyfriend are just laying low for the night and doing something indoors, you don't want to show up in, you know, heels. So, and I feel like everybody already knows that, but it just goes worth saying, don't feel like you have to try super hard, especially and if, if you're in a long-term relationship, you guys probably have done the whole Valentine's Day thing before, you don't want to go over the top. And then if you are in a long-term relationship and you guys are doing something different for a change and you want to get out and you want to use this as an excuse to dress up and get out of the house, totally take these ideas as well. Again, oh my gosh, I know you're probably like, oh my god, just tell us what the ideas are. But I feel like this goes without saying, any of these ideas that I bring up can totally be used for future reference also because I do know that this is going up Friday, so it's going to be super like late notice or short notice, I should say. Uh, before you guys can wear these. So my first one has to just be a shout out to my tried and true lace bodysuit. So uh, I can't even begin to tell you how much I love wearing a lace bodysuit with just high-waisted jeans and little black booties. You honestly cannot go wrong with just a lace bodysuit, whether it's black or red or white, uh, and throwing maybe a leather jacket over it or maybe a denim jacket throwing on black high-waisted jeans or light wash high-waisted jeans with a little belt and black booties, you will kill it. And I have to say, there's something about wearing a lace bodysuit that just feels super sexy to me. And I mean, it is sexy because it's almost like you're practically wearing lingerie in public, but it's still socially acceptable if you dress it down enough with high-waisted jeans and a jacket over top. But at the same time, if you are on a date night and you are wearing a lace bodysuit, it's almost like, hey, babe, like, look what I got under here. And then when you go home later, bam, you're already in your lingerie for the night. And it's kind of like a little taste of what he'll get later. Again, like I mentioned, I am a slut for a good bomber jacket. Everybody who knows me knows I love my bomber jacket or I should say my leather jacket. It's not necessarily a bomber jacket. It's like a leather jacket. And There's something good about a nice staple cropped leather jacket that you can throw over anything and just feel like a baddie or a badass in it. You just instantly feel hotter and more confident. I don't know how to describe it, but obviously if you are going out and you don't want to wear like high heels, you could totally wear heels with this look. I would like think that's the hottest thing ever, but you can throw on your little black sock booties or leather booties and totally kill that also. Now, if you're not a huge fan of wearing a lace bodysuit altogether, you can totally wear a sweater or a top, maybe that's sheer or silky with a lace bralette underneath, so that way you still get a touch of the lace on your body and that's still like a little bit romantic. I just love mixing textures also, so when you wear something like lace that is pleasing to the eye but then also like sultry to the touch. There's something super elegant about that, I think, and something so date nighty about it. I'm just making up adjectives here. But like I just mentioned, I think silk is also another really good texture to wear that can come off super feminine and romantic also. So I love the Urban Outfitters cowl neck silk dresses. They're like the slip dresses that go with pretty much everything. But when you wear silk, it's something that's soft to the touch. And I love wearing silk because it's almost 
like you're going out in pajamas practically, (laughs) which is always great. You always want to feel comfortable, but at the same time, you just look really ladylike in silk also. So you could throw a blazer. Again, leather jackets are the way to go. Maybe you want to throw your lace bralette underneath the silk if you're just wearing a silk top and then pair it with some jeans and some booties and a cute belt and you're good to go, girlfriend. Like, kill it out there. I think everyone needs a silk staple. So, um, while I talked about mixing textures or just mixing up the textures in your outfit, like wearing silk with leather or leather and lace or something along those lines, I think patterns are also a really good way to go. So, for instance, you guys know I've talked about this in like my trends and purchases episode, but I'm a sucker for cheetah or snakeskin, and I totally feel like when you wear anything animal print, whether it is leopard, like, or zebra or something along those lines. I mean, zebra's not really in. I'm sure maybe it's coming next because cheetah made a huge comeback, but anytime you throw on an animal print, you instantly feel, I want to say sexy, but you just feel confident. Like, if you have the confidence to step out in something that's cheetah print or snakeskin or houndstooth or plaid, automatically it just elevates your look to another level And it makes you feel kind of more mature, like, hey, look what I can do with all these patterns. And it's a way to dress up an all-black outfit. So if you are going out to a bar or because it is a Friday night, I'm sure there's probably a band playing somewhere or like some sort of live music and you don't want to wear just all black, totally throw in like a pattern. And I say houndstooth. I don't know why. When I think houndstooth, I think of like Coco Chanel or Carl Lagerfeld because I just imagine those tweed mini skirt and blazer sets that Chanel was like famous for but it's basically that black and white checkered looking print if you guys have never heard of houndstooth before but I'm sure you have so that's totally another way to go is just mixing either textures or maybe you want to throw in a pattern to dress up a bland outfit and if you don't want to do the whole black thing with a pop of pattern or texture I think if you want to do colors rather than doing the baby pink and like the cherry red traditional, you know, Valentine's Day aesthetic, I think jewel tones are such a mature way to do color in a date night outfit, especially if it is nighttime and you're dressing to go out at night. Wearing things like a burgundy or maroon is a way to still play on the Valentine's Day color and theme, but not over the top in your face red. So I think if you wear maybe a lace, you know, bodysuit in black or red, that's super cute. Or if you're wearing a silk top that's burgundy or maroon, that's awesome. Any other jewel tones also like sapphire or emerald or a deep plum color could be really nice. Like I always say, like the colors of wine or colors of jewels or anything that's deep and rich in color is a super cool way to do I keep saying color, but a cool way to do color in like an all dark outfit or if you just throw it on with jeans, it totally dresses up the look. Uh, Another thing that also dresses up the look is always jewelry. I talked about jewelry a little bit before, but I am a huge fan of mixing metals. I know a lot of people hate that idea, but I have nothing against wearing like gold earrings with silver rings. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I will try to match my jewelry when I can, but it's also fun to play around with different mixed metals and things like that. So if you do want to wear like a silver metal belt or you want to throw in your gold hoops, that's totally a way you could dress up the look also. And if you didn't just want to wear silver or gold with your jewelry, 
You can also do it in the outfit. So I know I have a super cute it's almost like a lacy feel. It's like a lace halter top almost, but the front is all like silver shimmer or glitter or whatever the heck. So if you have something you want to wear that has sequins or rhinestones, you could totally just add that as a pop to your outfit. So if you are wearing all black, but you have a cute top or maybe jacket that you want to dress up, like not a lot of people like fur, not a lot of people like sparkles, but this is totally a time that you can use the holiday as an excuse without looking like a freaking disco ball and being super over the top and dressing like it's New Year's Eve because I know a lot of people do that on New Year's as well, but it's just a subtle way to do it and show that you're dressing up for the night out. Now, for all of those of us who aren't going out on Valentine's Day and maybe you are doing a Galentine's Day or you and your boyfriend are just staying in for the night, an easy way to dress up something comfy would be to wear my tried and true black leggings. I probably wear my black leggings every single day. You just need a really good quality pair or 15 pairs if you're like me. And you could totally dress this up and be comfy without showing up to Valentine's Day in a messy bun with a hoodie on, which is totally acceptable. But obviously, if you do want to put in a little bit more effort, my suggestion is pull off your leggings. Like You could wear them for the night but wear maybe a cute sweater on top. So I know I'm a sucker for like a burgundy or maroon sweater, maybe even other jewel tones or a baby pink sweater. Something that's comfortable that you can get away with wearing if you're just having a chill movie night, but that's also a little bit sexy. So I know I have one of my favorite sweaters is a maroon turtleneck sweater, which has like the bunched up fold over turtleneck. You could wear something with a mock neck if you're like that because obviously it is winter and it is chilly so you do want to be comfortable and warm but it also has the cutout cold shoulder which I love because I love showing I work out obviously so I love my shoulders it's a part of my body that I like to show off so I could totally do a cold shoulder if you didn't want to do a huge sweater another thing that I love that you can dress up or dress down if you're doing something casual would be anything off the shoulder So for me, I have never had, I've never had big boobs or cleavage or anything. So one of my favorite parts of my body is my collarbones. And I always say, if you don't have cleavage, you have clavicle. So wearing anything off the shoulder that accentuates your nice chest and collarbones and shoulder area, especially if you maybe self-tanned like the night before and you look really bronze and nice. I love things that are off the shoulder because it's almost like a peekaboo, like, hey, I have a nice body under here or you're showing off something that's a little bit sexy about you without being too scandalous. And it still looks mature and put together while being comfortable and not showing off too much. So if you don't feel like going out in your, you know, lace bodysuit, throw on your off-the-shoulder top, especially if it's like long sleeve and it's kind of like everything about you is covered, but you show the little peekaboo of your nice chest and clavicle and there's nothing like a long accentuated neck to you know, show the guy like, hey, look at this nice, beautiful neck you could kiss on later. But you get what I'm saying. So I guess that's about it. That wraps up my outfit ideas. I don't really have anything for guys except for the fact that please, for the love of God, just like do not show up in sweatpants if you're going out to dinner. I feel like I don't even have to say that, but wear a nice pair of khakis with a Henley shirt, maybe a button down long sleeve or not even a button down, but the collared like a button collar that kind of opens a little bit 
or maybe again maroon olive those nice colors with a nice pair of dark wash jeans if you are doing something a little bit more fancy throw on a sport jacket or a sport coat and that could totally play up the look and I love a guy in a bomber jacket so that's always a good staple in a guy's wardrobe to dress up anything you could wear just wear any plain white tee with a pair of jeans and a bomber jacket and you instantly look 10 times better with a pair of vans or converse it doesn't even matter so that's all I've got to say and obviously I've talked about some of these outfits according to dates so why don't we just get into the date idea actually even before I get into date ideas I have to mention some little things that you can do to surprise your girlfriend or boyfriend that rather than doing the whole chocolate or candied hearts with a teddy bear I think that's kind of tacky because obviously every Dollar Tree is going to have heart-shaped candy and chocolates for super cheap and on display. But if you want to do something that's kind of non-traditional, I totally suggest surprising your girlfriend or boyfriend with something that's still on theme of Valentine's Day but isn't necessarily for Valentine's Day. So for me, I know I love the Starbucks pink drink. And oh my god, I know that sounds super white girl of me. But it's super tasty, if I do say so myself, and it's cute to, like, photograph with. It's pink, and it's still, like, on theme for Valentine's Day without being over the top. Um, Another thing from Starbucks could be, I know they have raspberry syrup, and I've gotten in the past a caramel macchiato with raspberry syrup at the bottom. So it kind of creates this ombre pink effect, which could be cute also. Again, totally picture, like... I was going to say picturesque, but picture worthy and it's cute. It still shows like, hey, I was thinking of you and this is kind of like better than giving her a box of chocolates that she's not going to eat. And I keep saying that because I know that I won't really eat a box of chocolates, but if you will, sorry, girlfriend, uh, that I'm throwing dirt on the box of chocolates. Sometimes it is nice to get that, but totally if you do anything pink from Starbucks. Now that I think about it, I'm not sure if Starbucks's raspberry syrup still is pink in color because I haven't seen that in a while, but if it is, you could totally ask. Uh, If it's not, I know that Dunkin' Donuts came out with a new pink velvet latte or macchiato or something of the sort where it is pink at the bottom, so that could be a cute idea also because who doesn't love getting coffee? I think it's way better than getting candy also. And if you didn't want to do candy, but you want to do sweets, speaking of Dunkin', you could probably do a heart-shaped donut or maybe just a strawberry donut or something that has pink icing and sprinkles on it anyway. Uh, That could be a super cute idea. I know I mentioned before that you could always do a heart-shaped pizza if you're staying in or the heart-shaped chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A. That could be adorable. And ice cream is always a cute way to go also which is always fun to do fun toppings that are that go along with a theme or like chocolate covered strawberries that look like hearts things like that so now getting into the actual date ideas themselves my first date idea that is a little bit different that not everybody does would probably be to go to a brewery or any sort of tasting so i really like the idea of maybe going and tasting wines you know go to a place that has sommelier and sit there it's an excuse to dress up really nice and drink for the night and eat good food like there's nothing better than drinking wine and eating cheese I'm a huge wine gal I totally love that and or maybe going to a brewery which is not as 
high class, but it's still something that you get to dress up for and go out and it's something different than your traditional date night. When you go to a brewery, you still get an excuse to drink and have a good time and eat good food. So that could be totally fun. I know on Long Island, we have a ton of great breweries and uh, places that have sommelier or wine tasting. So that could be super fun. Another one that involves wine also could be um, taking a bath together. And while this sounds a little bit more sensual, there's something super personal and romantic about being together one-on-one and bathing together. So if you light a few candles, turn the lights off, have a bath bomb, a nice bubble bath, maybe have your laptop nearby and play some rom-coms, I think there's something that can be said about that personal connection of taking a bath together. And obviously, if you throw wine into the mix, pop some popcorn or have some snacks on the side, that is super like cute to me and I love that idea or even if you do go out for the night and you are drinking like say you do go to a brewery beforehand and you come home you're a little bit tipsy nothing sounds better than hopping in the bath together especially if it is Valentine's Day it's just something to do if you can do it obviously not everybody can but moving on I think the other two traditional things like I mentioned going to a bar or if you if you're going to a club maybe it is Valentine's Day and you just want to do something with your girlfriends that's not super formal totally go out it is a friday night luckily so you can go catch live music somewhere i'm sure there's a bar or a club that's hosting like a live band or my favorite and what i'm probably going to end up doing is dinner and a movie there's nothing that's easier than going to just dinner and a movie and coming home and chilling and still being comfortable but having that one-on-one time that's still a date night that you might not get to do as often and then pretty much Last but not least, I think anything that's super fun, like an activity that you get to do together is fun. So whether you do a paint night or maybe you go and you're playing mini golf or golf karting. What is it called? Go-karting, not golf karting. If you're playing mini golf or you're go-karting or you want to try laser tag, there's so many fun activities that you guys can do together that you get a laugh out of and then there's experiences that you could talk about forever. So if you're not staying home and watching To All the Boys I've Loved Before Part 2, like I will be, (laughs) try out these fun ideas that you can totally do any time of the year, obviously. But Valentine's Day is just an excuse to try something different and make a day or make a date out of the day. There you go. Alrighty, y'all. That about wraps up this week's episode. I'm so happy that it's done and over with. I'm recording so late at night, like I said, after my first epi got deleted So here I am re-recording, but thank you so much for listening. I really hope some of these ideas do help some of you guys out. I know it is so last minute considering this is going up Friday, but if you do try any of them out, feel free to hit me up or if you have any other ideas and recommendations, please send them my way. I would love to hear them. And if you have any topic requests for future podcast episodes, also send them my way. I would absolutely love to do those also in the future, but I just want to say happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Please, 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 if you can, I would totally love if you could leave a rating and review and maybe even subscribe down below. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Hallie McKenzie. Uh, Thanks again so much for listening. Happy Valentine's Day, and I will catch up with you guys next week.